0: Hello and welcome along. Today, how a family holiday in a caravan changed the life of one young girl. It's Mark Shardlow here, thanks for listening. And a special story today, and one of those that I know you'll love. The moment that inspires and changes a life. It was in London 2012 when it all began for today's guests, named in the GB Taekwondo squad now for Tokyo in 2021. It's a super proud Lauren Williams.
1: Thank you. Um, This is a massive dream come true for me in itself. Just being selected to represent Great Britain is an honour and achievement in itself for me and it's something I've dreamed of since being a little kid. So to finally be here and call myself an Olympian, it's just, it's insane.
0: This podcast looks at athletes' journeys and your journey is an amazing one and it's possibly an example of the sort of commitment that's needed to become an Olympian or Paralympian. Just Tell us where it all started.
1: Sure. So um, my journey began back in 2012 when I watched Jade take the gold medal in the London Olympics. I was in the caravan with my mum and dad at the time and we watched the Olympics on TV. We just flicked through the programmes, obviously, to find an Olympic athlete, GB, and just naturally we backed them and, yeah, we celebrated its success alongside it, obviously behind the screen. So that kind of lit a spark in my dad and he turned to me and said, is this something that you want to do? at the time I did kickboxing and I'd never seen taekwondo before so I didn't have any idea what it was um, so that was just so unrealistic for me I was like no of course not it's not something I'd want to do but um fast forward a year and there was a fighting chance initiative that GB Taekwondo ran where they looked for athletes from different sporting backgrounds and fortunately I was able to come up and do the trials I was too young to compete but my dad said you know go in there see what she does and yeah, I impressed my, my performance director. So, um, yeah, he selected me and I, I never looked back.
0: Wow. And that was uh, a uh, fighting chance is generally for older athletes, I guess, isn't it? Uh, you know, yes. giving them an opportunity to switch sports and train at elite level, but you weren't quite that age.
1: No, I was around 13 or 14 at the time, which is is a cadet in Taekwondo. And the trials for the athletes were senior athletes. So that's well over that age bracket, well over 16, 17 um, so I technically wasn't allowed to fight on the trials, but um, my dad said, we've not come all this way for her not to fight, put her in kind of thing. And yeah, it was just fortunate that I, I beat the girl by quite a considerable amount. And, you know, my performance director was obviously, he saw talent in me and, you know, he, he saw that I could be taken somewhere. And yeah, the They've never looked back kind of thing. I'm, I'm here and it was a good selection.
0: Uh, yeah, it's amazing. And, um, but that's a young age, isn't it, to uh, commit to an elite centre and presumably you had to move?
1: Yes, yeah, so of course I was young, um, which meant I was still in high school. I'd not done my GCSEs yet and the academy was based in Manchester. It's not. I'm from South Wales, so it's nowhere near my home. The athlete accommodation is for over 16-year-olds and I was 14, so we had to find accommodation ourselves. And my mum and dad had a light bulb moment where they said, we've got a caravan, which was the very caravan that we watched the games in. Um, Me and my mum had to come and live in Manchester in a caravan for two years and I changed schools. I changed high schools and finished off my GCSEs up here in Manchester, whilst training uh, taekwondo alongside it. So it was a bit of a crazy two years. My mum left work. My dad stayed in Wales with my sister who lived with my grandparents because he ran a full-time job and kept my mum's business going. so, yeah, it was quite a hectic time, but my parents would never change anything. And I've had these conversations with them, but they said they'd do it all again. And just to see me enjoying the sport that, you know, I love and to see that I've got potential to obviously get an Olympic medal. That was what was fueling it for them. And they thoroughly enjoyed the journey as well. So I'm very fortunate to have that support.
0: Um, And from what you're saying it's a real family effort then. I mean, it is. You're all in it together. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely I think the person who struggled the most would have been my sister because she was only 12 at the time or 13 and to lose your mum and to have to go and live with you know your grandparents and still juggle school and stuff I think it was incredibly difficult for her and only while I've grown up I've realized that maybe it was such a massive massive sacrifice for her at such a young age as well so um, the whole family was hit but I think we're all, we all love the journey and it's
0: so surreal for all of us. Uh, Do you feel like you've got a story out there that can inspire others then when you talk about that?
1: Definitely. If you've got that support network at home, like I'm very fortunate to have my mum and dad backing me the way they do. But I think where we are, there's no, there's not really many athletes that have progressed past that kind of club grassroots level. So to have someone in your hometown or, my kickboxing club I go back frequently and there's there's youngsters and kids there that I used to coach that look up to me and I forget that because I see you know the Jay Jones that you know that of my sport like I'm a nobody but there are kids that do aspire to be like me and It's nice to see, and I'm definitely having an impact on that younger generation, which is nice.
0: Well, um, I don't know about being a nobody. You've got a few titles to your name there. (laughs) Um, Rio, you just missed out on Rio, but you went as a travelling reserve. How does that work?
1: Yeah, so I missed out because our sport, you have to qualify by the top six. We already had two girls qualified, which was Jade and Bianca. So unless you qualify in the top six, you can't go um, because they only select two boys and two girls. Now, the only way I could get in was that top six, and I was too young to compete prior to the Games for long enough to get the points to qualify. So I competed that year as a senior. I won the European Championships. I was doing well in Grand Prix. So I was definitely up there with the best in the world, and I could put a performance in against them. So looking back, I probably could have, you know, put in a good performance at the Games, but unfortunately, I was too young to even qualify. So, um, and it was unfortunate. We've got such a good team, you know, that we've qualified these spots, but... I had to do it this way and, you know, make the top six myself this year. So that's definitely different.
0: So when you're travelling reserve, you, you go to Rio, but presumably you can't get, you're not staying in the athlete's village and you have limited access to places. I don't know, how does that, how does that work?
1: Yeah, so we did everything that the Olympic athletes would do. We trained the same, because at the end of the day, you could have to step in. So I had to be just as prepared as Jade and Bianca themselves. Um. So really getting into that Olympic spirit was, the massive experience for me, it was very overwhelming, but it was challenging because I had to kind of flip my mindset. OK, I'm not competing, but I could be competing. So to have that experience was incredible. You know, I did go through the whole Olympian kind of build up. The only thing that we missed was the transition to the Olympic Village. So I did the whole holding camp. I did the whole training. I just didn't experience the village atmosphere. So everything apart from that was, you know, it, it was as it is, you are training to fight in the Olympic
0: of the Yeah, well, that's an amazing experience, I think, uh, going in, into any sort of games. I suppose the one sad thing about these games is, and I don't know if they'd be able to afford it even, but the fact that the family can't come out and support you. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, I'm OK with it. I think taekwondo itself is a massive spectator sport and my parents haven't, followed me to every competition so it's just natural that they're not there kind of I know that sounds strange but my if my parents had come to every comp before and they couldn't this one I think I'd have a bit more of a, a challenge in my head but I know that they're watching and supporting from home and bless them they've just done the garden out so I know that they're going to enjoy it so much more being sat in the comfort of their own home watching me on telly and just being together with the family at home I think that's if they'd have gone to Tokyo only two would have gone out or you know my sister maybe would have joined just because of the financial issues but to have my whole family in one place supporting me i think that's going to be more memorable than if they'd just come out and it's going to be strange but i'm not the only athlete in this position
0: no exactly um so how are you feeling then about the, the next few weeks
1: i'm really excited i'm confident um now that we've got the kit on and it, it's official we can truly celebrate you know being selected i think it's definitely given me the a boost of motivation to want to, you know, nail this in the last six weeks, make sure I get everything right and put in a performance on the day. So I'm getting really excited to fight and everything's getting a bit more intense
0: and more pressure now. It's good. And how about your body? Because um, you have to manage yourself, don't you, quite a lot.
1: Yeah, so I'm very injury prone. Um, a lot of people know that about me. I pick up a lot of re- injuries quite frequently, but... I know it's cliche to say, but each each time I have come back from an injury, I've come back so much more mature, so much stronger. And I, I think that's down to my motivation off the mat to try and get other areas of my sport right. So things like psychology, nutrition, all of that when I'm injured, um, I can really focus on and get perfect. So when I come back to taekwondo, I'm purely focusing on taekwondo now. So, um, yeah, I feel like I'm in a really good place, no matter how many injuries I've had and setbacks and all sorts, but that's just sport, so... Yeah, I think I'm I'm confident and excited.
0: Yeah, well, that shines through. Actually, your your excitement, your confidence, and just the joy of today. Thanks so much for talking to me, and uh, I hope all goes well in Tokyo.
1: Thank you very much for your
0: time. Thank you. That's Lauren Williams, who'll be hoping to be the latest successful member of the GB Taekwondo team when they head out to Tokyo next month. The days are ticking around really quickly now. Tomorrow, we're out sailing with someone who's known he's been on the team for almost two years. Thanks for listening again today and see you next time. Bye bye.